0: The following KQED production was produced in high definition. Every
1: single bite needed uh, to be savored. Hey, hey, hey. There's Twinkies you know. in there. Wow. It's like a great big hug in the cold city.
2: I mean, that food is about as spicy as I can handle, and okay. my parents put chili powder in my baby food.
3: Like. <laughs> And I sent french fry bits everywhere all over the table and just a lot of chewing. Okay, my stomach is
1: growling right now. I just want you to know I'm hungry.
4: Check, Please! Bay Area is brought to you by the members of KQED and by
0: Oakland International Airport. Now you can enjoy some of your local favorites when you travel to and from the Bay Area. Fly Oakland International. It's your airport. Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. IRG, with thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG
4: Brisbane, Dublin, or online at marblecompany.com. Locally owned and operated for 24 years, Amici's East Coast Pizzeria serves up a taste of the Northeast's distinctive Italian fare at their 12 Bay Area locations. Open daily for a quick business lunch or an evening meal out with family and friends, Amici's offers homemade pastas, fresh salads and pizzas cooked in traditional brick ovens with many vegetarian, vegan and gluten-free options. Menu and locations can be found at Amici's.com. Amici's, proud to support KQED.
1: I'm Leslie Sbrocco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. This week, Ruth Ann Gonzalez manages strategic growth, new business, and innovation for a retail company. Whether alone or with friends, she targets the top up-to-the-minute eating establishments because eating just for nourishment isn't part of her design. David Nalloway calls himself a sales monkey, (laughs) but he doesn't monkey around when it comes to food and authenticity in the kitchen. And he's always wanted to talk about food, especially when somebody else is supplying the wine. That's good. I'm your gal here, honey. Free wine right here. (laughs) But first, technology trainer and support specialist Scott Phillips sets all things professional aside to relax in his hometown with close, ample, and free parking his spot has a seasonal menu that doesn't park food on the plate long enough to get a ticket. For perfectly prepared local ingredients, he steers his car to Hart's Avenue in Danville, where he dines at the Peasant and the Pear.
5: My name is Rodney Wirth. I'm with the Peasant and the Pear in Danville. Um, We specialize in California Mediterranean cuisine and we specialize in food that takes a lot of time and a lot of love. Our name, the peasant and the pear, came about from peasant cuisine that we emphasize, and the pear orchards being in San Ramon in the Bishop Branch area was once the world's largest pear orchards. So we added the two together and we have the peasant and the pear. So our whole philosophy is simple food, taking really simple ingredients, cooking them perfectly, season them correctly, and serve them to you, and hope you're very happy. Our bar um, is a top-shelf bar. All of our drinks are seasonal. We try to use the fresh fruits and vegetables of the season to create everything for our drinks. Um, our main drink is the pear which has a salt-roasted pear, and we make our own pear liqueur here. Our wine list is definitely California-dominated, and um, we do pair up a lot of the sauces with the wines by the glass for each of the dishes. Our success is due to our customers. Um, We do have a cult following and they are the best to us. A lot of our diners are now our friends. Uh, They share holidays together, family, friends. Uh, This is a place that we have a lot of fun with and we just have a great time being in Danville.
1: Now, Scott, you have been going to this place for quite a few years, right?
2: Yes, uh, we discovered this back in 2006, shortly after they moved into a downtown Danville spot. And uh, although I was a little reticent to recommend it because it's our little neighborhood spot, opening it up to the rest of the world, it's just gonna make it harder to get in. But <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth the drive. That's right,
1: you'll have clout now. <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> right. But you live in Danville, correct? I do,
2: I yeah. do. And it's actually, I don't even have to drive. I, I can walk. It's within walking distance, which makes it nice as
1: You well. can stumble home. <laughs> yes, <thank laughs> you. So what's your favorite dish?
2: Well, I would probably say the, the lamb shank. I think that's what they're most known for. As a matter of fact, I think uh, our local Diablo magazine recently said it's one of the 101 things to eat before you die. Ooh. And it's just fall off the bone, tender, slow cooked, and it's served on a bed of uh, gorgonzola polenta and is just melt in your mouth delicious. It's I'm
1: wonderful. hungry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, David, is, is uh, the lamb shank, uh, was that on your menu?
3: It, it was, well, it came with one in our group. It was like a Fred Flintstone kind of lamb shank, I mean, the, plate, <laughs> the table wanted to tip over when it got on there and it was delicious. But you know, one of the things that always bothers me is when you go to a restaurant and you order a pork chop. I hate it when the pork chop is overcooked and comes out like the bottom of my shoe. This pork chop got it just dead on right. It was nice and juicy and as promised. So that made it, We had that the same
6: experience with the pork chop. One of the diners um, that I was with had it, and it was by far the best yeah. dish. It was mm-hmm. um, the perfect bite with all of the potatoes mm-hmm. and the spinach and and then yeah. the um, the nectarine. It was grilled. It was oh, yeah. so amazing, like all together. It just,
3: Yeah, uh, put a little demi-glace in there. That absolutely. was good. It was a tasty mm-hmm.
2: dish. Well, and another favorite of mine, they always have some type of a lasagna on the menu, and they make all their pasta in-house. It's mm-hmm. a fresh made. It's just creamy. Just delicious. And this time they were serving an eggplant lasagna. And I don't usually steer towards vegetarian. This, obviously, if I eat the lamb <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> But <laughs> if you have to go vegetarian, it's delightful. And it has, uh, you know, eggplant and it's got uh, ricotta. But and that's it's a just rotating beautiful. special <laughs> that exactly, they have. Exactly. It's Absolutely. a rotating But there's always some type of lasagna on the menu.
1: And what else did you
6: have with them? Uh, we actually had some starters, which I would definitely go back just for the starters. We had the mussels and one of the flatbreads. And, and they were both so different, but it was um, the mussels had this corn and the herbs and the wine br- broth, and it came with this grilled bread that you could just sop up
1: all of all of the extra juice. So it was and delicious. And speaking, mm-hmm. you said wine broth, and speaking of wine, they have to have one of the best-priced wine lists in, the, yeah. <laughs> I think, the entire Bay yeah, Area. Yeah,
6: loved,
3: loved the wine list. It was priced well, and the selections were good. It wasn't overwhelming. So that worked out real well. And
6: mm-hmm. we went on a Sunday, and it's 50% off on all the bottles, so we just felt like yeah, we were so being we overly That's treated.
1: Right. You got it
3: the $25 great. dinner, too. Yeah, it's a wow. wonderful deal. Dinner on Sundays. Yeah. $25 gets you a, a salad, an entree, and a dessert.
2: Well, yeah. I haven't been going there for several years. Uh, we've gotten to know Chef Rodney Worth and his staff and his family. And it's just, it's like going home every time we go in there. And he makes it a point. He wants it to be affordable. And right. considering Danville can be a kind of pricey area, um, it's a very reasonable menu. Just Excellent food for the price, I think.
1: So, you ha- what else did you
6: have? Um, we also had their dessert, their tart, so the pear tart, tart which oh, they are. Tart. Love uh, the tart. It was amazing. So, it was the crispy crust.
4: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to go down
6: there, but okay if you want to.
0: Love the tart. It
6: was wonderful. Everything about it, just the, the crust of it was really crispy and then soft inside with a pear and it's caramelized. It was I can delicious. Tell
3: you, out of everything we had, that was actually the favorite of the whole meal was that tart. It was really good. Love that tart. Tart was great. Not You write nice and crispy. The pear was good. The ice cream was nice.
2: Well, and they also have a lovely uh, patio area in the back, and we went on a Sunday night as well and uh, just sitting out on the patio on a lovely summer evening, which it, we can yep. get lovely right. summer evenings yeah. in <laughs> yep. Um But there's always a few dishes true to the, the uh, name of the restaurant, Peasant of the Pear. Yes. For example, we had the white cheddar fondue that's in a garlic-rubbed mm. pot, and mm-hmm. it's always served with the crusty bread and with fresh pears. Mm-hmm.
1: And it used to be on a spot that was... Uh, I think the largest pear orchard in the world, or or one of, certainly. That's right. right. Yes. Okay. Scott, this is your spot. Give us a quick wrap-up.
2: Well, it's definitely worth the trip to the East Bay, to Danville, to go to my favorite place, the Peasant and the Pear in Danville. Chef Worth and his staff will make you feel like you're there for a Sunday dinner.
6: All right, and Ruth Ann. Um, I'll definitely return. I love that they that you can have a really warm meal in a great setting, Find um, fine food, delicious drinks and good
1: company. Okay, and David Love
3: the Sunday night dinner, can't beat the pork chop, but was cooked perfectly.
1: Okay, if you would like to try the peasant and the pear, it's on Harts Avenue at Diablo Road in Danville. The telephone number is 925-820-6611. It's open for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday with brunch on Sunday. Reservations are recommended and the average price for dinner is around $30. Ruth Ann space sheds a previous incarnation as a fast-food fry joint to emerge as a low-key, eco-friendly, even cool spot, a slow-food establishment in a fast-food shell. It's on Valencia Street in San Francisco, and in recognition of the utensil it once popularized, the place is called Spork.
7: My name is Bruce Finn. I'm the chef owner of Spork Restaurant, and we serve eclectic American food. Spork opened in 2007. We uh, came across this KFC that was up for lease, and uh, there was nothing in here except the old fryers and the hoods, and we were excited to do uh, slow food in a fast food shell. The philosophy here at Spork is serving uh, seasonal food In a fresh, fun atmosphere. We try to be as green as we can. Uh, We use sustainable produce and meats and we recycle our fry oil into biodiesel and we compost as much as we can, up to 70%. The history of this room has been, you know, an industrial chicken fryer, basically. And so, for the first four years, we never served chicken in here. We wanted to give chicken a break. Part of that philosophy led into our menu planning, trying to entertain people with what we thought was fun and quirky, and some pairings that might have been unusual, uh, but it seemed to take off. So here at Spork, I feel that we're making serious food, but at the same time, not taking ourselves too seriously.
1: Okay, Ruthann, I've eaten with a Spork before, and it's not easy. (laughs)
4: It's not,
6: it's not easy, um, but uh, this is really one of my favorite restaurants in the city, and what I love about it is, for me, all of the elements really come together. They've used what used to be an old Kentucky Fried Chicken space and really turned it into um, a comfort, comfort uh, food, and it's just absolutely wonderful. Um, they use local fresh ingredients. Uh, they really take care to um, bring in local neighborhoods into um, their coffees that they use, their ice creams for dessert. So it's just a really wonderful space
1: with great it's really food. really gourmet, upscale comfort it's, it's food. That's a little bit, I mean, old, yeah, know. and
6: they take yeah. a little spin on um, what might be traditional comfort mm-hmm. food. Um, my favorite dish there is the um, the steak stroganoff. So Absolutely. for me, I am, yeah. I'm really obsessed with um, that perfect bite. And when I think about sport, they really, it's the marriage of all those flavors and the ingredients, and they all come together. And in this one, you have the Kobe Bavette steak that, with a oh, little yeah. bit of gnocchi and the mushroom, and it's got a balsamic um, flavor. But really what puts it over the top is the horseradish cream. And together, it's just perfect, perfect, go perfect. go great right with
1: this Cabernet
3: Sauvignon. <laughs> so yeah. oh, definitely.
1: You were shaking your head mm. over yeah, there. Oh, yeah,
3: it was, I, I got to tell you, I was. that's probably the first time that building's ever had good fried chicken in it. <laughs> 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 the, 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 fried chicken, the fried chicken was great, but I got to back up to the server we had, who, honest to goodness, was the best server I've had. In, uh, I think I said I've, I've been eating in restaurants in the Bay Area for 30, 40, I 50 tell. I know, exactly. <laughs> I enjoyed Erin was delightful, and she, she got slammed. It went on a Sunday night. I think they lit the free food light out in front, <laughs> and, a, and a server called in sick. She got slammed with nine tables all wow. at once wow. and took care of us unbelievably well. The, the wine service was great. Loved the wine list. You know, I had the donkey and the goat. I had to try it twice to see if I like the donkey or goat. They do and a
5: lot better. of wines, <laughs> too. Delicious. Yeah,
3: nice. um, but it was, other than getting past my 16-year-old niece, the fact that milkshake wasn't misspelled on the menu.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is a MILF shake. <laughs> so anybody who can have fun with that yeah. and have a milkshake, you know that you're going to have yeah. a good time And that's what they place. do with the
6: menu. There's lots of fun things like that. They've got mm-hmm. uh, the pot. Brownie, which is you know very sinfully, sinfully yummy, Um, but it's got they got all these really cool names. And the burgers, the burgers, burgers. burgers. that's what they're known
2: for. Well, we were served by Aaron also, and I agree with you. Wonderful service, and the the kitchen did get backed up Mm -hmm. a little bit. And I noticed as we were leaving, it's right near the Marsh Theater, and Mm -hmm. I think that could have something to do with the the, the timing of eating. But I had the scallops, and Mm -hmm. I love scallops. They were beautifully seared. They were not rubbery. They were a little gritty was my only, the only downside, but they were delicious, so Mm well-prepared.
3: Yeah. It was, uh, there was one thing that still, uh, out of all the restaurants we went to and talked about, there was one thing out of Spork that by far and away is my favorite thing I've had eaten in a long time, and I've made it at home. And I'm a guy who likes, you know, real simple and just a couple ingredients. And they did a bruschetta with just some smashed avocado, Mm -hmm. a little bit of citrus, and the white anchovies, a piece of pickled red pepper on top unbelievable. Tell
1: me about some of the other dishes that oh, you the other dish.
6: There's two other dishes that I really like. One is the ahi pokey, and it's served oh, yeah. on a... Did yep. you try that? Oh, it's served yeah. on a crispy um, rice, uh, and it's got the ahi pokey, but then what's really nice is it has the sesame oil, and then, mm. then there's this habanero vinaigrette right. that just all blended together. Um, it feels so light Throw and some so healthy. Throw
3: mandarin oranges in there, too. Yeah, it was, it's it was really, nice really twist. nice. I mean, you could tell the chef's got chops. I mean yeah. it, it really shows in yeah. what it is. Yeah. The
6: other one that I really love is the uh, cauliflower and the calamari unite. And really, he roasts the um, cauliflower and then flash fries it. And then he grills the calamari and he blends them together with mint and then the lemon aioli. And it is it is to die for. It's mm. really, really and what wonderful. The did well, you we have also spot?
2: had the the goat cheese appetizer. It's in a panko crust, lightly fried, just gooey, oh. mm-hmm. b- melt in your mouth. Wonderful. Great appetizer. And it has a little arugula salad, which gives it a little bit of bite to contrast with that. It was excellent. Really enjoyed that.
1: Now, dessert. All right. is, is Elvis in the house? Oh, <laughs> he definitely is. <laughs> Elvis in the house, yes.
2: Wonderful. Yeah. You know, uh, to, to think of a, a dessert as being salty and sweet was just remarkable. And we originally, where well, there were three of us, we originally ordered three desserts, and Ooh. Aaron. Rightfully suggested, you know, you might be able to go with two if you're going to be sharing <laughs> them. The Elvis has left the building was just out of this world, wonderful, and mm-hmm. the sauces underneath. You, you, you're eating the dessert, and then you get to those so- those homemade sauces down at the bottom. The caramel sauce. What
6: I love is the the warm peanuts on top because oh. they just make that salty that salty sweet crunch, and it just all kind of comes together. Mm-hmm. And the bonus that I that we really didn't talk about is that they have good hearts um, for their local neighborhood and the environment. Um, So it's really um, a great restaurant and a, a true gem. Alright, and David?
3: Great spot for a middle-aged white guy from Moraga. <laughs> I gotta bring the stingy brim <laughs> hat, maybe get a few more tattoos, and I'll be there. Loved loved everything about it. Would definitely make a run to go back there. It was okay. a
2: kick. and Scott? Well, they've shed their KFC <laughs> background and transformed this into a wonderful upscale, hip, energetic restaurant that I would definitely go back to when I was in the area.
1: Okay, if you would like to try Spork, it's on Valencia at Hill in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-643-5000. It's Open every day for dinner with brunch on Sundays. Reservations are recommended, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $30. America is now the largest wine-consuming nation in the world, and with rising wine sales come the gadgets to go with them. But what do you really need? Here are some of the basics that I use daily. First, a foil cutter to cleanly slice the foil and get to that cork. Once you have the cork, what's the best corkscrew? Well, everyone should have a waiter's friend. It's very simple and easy. But for speed, I open a lot of bottles of wine. I go for a Lever Pulse corkscrew. In one simple motion, you open the bottle of wine. Once the bottle is open, you can add a bottle collar to prevent drips and enjoy your wine. Cheers. David has traveled all over the world and appreciates many eateries, but he only dreams of one, a spot still serving the dishes he ate on the busy side streets of Rome. The place that brings a tear to his eye is on Grant in San Francisco and it's called Ristorante Ideale.
8: My name is Maurizio Bruschi. I'm the chef and owner of Ristorante Ideale. I started working in the restaurant at 16 years old with my parents in Rome, and uh, I found out it was very lovely and I liked the job, cooking, and I still continue the same recipe uh, in uh, Ideale. The, the cooking we do in Ideale is a Roman cuisine. We make uh, the fresh pasta and uh, pizza and the bread, daily. I uh, try to be tra- traditional with a very simple pasta and fish meat with a very good uh, price. The Roman pizza is very different from uh, different places from Italy. The crust is very thin, it keeps the pizza very light. Most of our wine is from Italy, and uh, we try to give the uh, right price. I try the wine, and I pick the one is uh, the best value. I like to go around the tables and talk to my all my customers, uh, that's why I enjoy my business. I like to see people come to my place and uh, enjoy the dinner.
1: David, you're crying over here. Let me get some know, tears. Sorry.
6: <laughs> sorry. What, is, what is it about
1: this restaurant that does that it, to you?
3: It, it is. There's there's so many great restaurants in the Bay Area and the play, and, and around the state to go to, and, but there's very few that take me to a different spot. And when you hear Italian restaurant, it's, they're delicious, but they're always a, ta- a California take on it. This truly is an Italian restaurant. It is loud, it's crowded, it's noisy. The food is is phenomenal. I mean, if, if there's one dish I had before I died, it would be the zucchini tartufate. It is just, it, it's so simple. It's, it's raw zucchini, some truffle oil, a little bit of citrus. Uh, put on top of a little crostini with some duxelle underneath and just a little bit of parmesan on top. And I, it, we took six people for dinner. We went through four orders of that <laughs> as an appetizer <laughs> alone. It's just, but, but it reminds that
1: sounds me. sounds good. It, but I
3: grew up in a big Italian family. It reminds me of the, the food my nonna used to make. Um, I get on my soapbox. I'm traditional. Mm-hmm. And I go into a restaurant, and I see something like spaghetti carbonara, and my wife just runs when it's on the menu because it's never how they make it in Rome except in this place. We don't put cream in in carbonara, it doesn't happen. Nothing else goes in there but the pork, the pasta, some oil, a little bit of cheese and an egg to stir it all up. And they do it exactly right, time after time. They've been going there for a long, long time. Well,
1: it's been open since 1993. Exactly. I think, yeah. yeah, and yeah. It's, been a North, it's been a North Beach icon, really, for a it long
3: is. time. I, I just love them. The service is great. The wine list, you know, you get spoiled going out all the time. Clearly, I do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but I
3: look at that wine list, and it's stuff I've never, ever seen. And they've got my, my favorite white Italian maker, Yerman, is on that mm-hmm. list. Which, oh,
1: Yerman's fabulous.
3: And you don't see it very often. Yeah. So the wine list is great. The servers are great. They're tolerant of my bad Italian, which I mess up
2: Let's words all the hands. time. <laughs>
1: just use your hands. Did you... Are, 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 were you guys brought to tears by
2: this restaurant? Well, you know, when we walked in, we sat down, and the, the waiter immediately greeted us with this thick Italian accent. We just knew... it. It really did feel like we were somewhere else other than in the heart of North Beach. Um, and the, uh, as we were looking over the menu, a friend of mine said, oh, well, they, let's get the calamari. I love calamari. And s- I, without even looking at it on the menu, I said, let's, let's order it. And it came. I was expecting deep fried calamari like you would normally get, and it is this beautiful grilled mm-hmm. calamari. Mm-hmm. that. Is so fresh and tender. It's it's like you're eating steak on the you ar- don't even on know. the arugula. Oh. Yeah. oh, it's it's. I'm it's gonna I'm gonna break a tear right now. <laughs> <laughs> me, me <too. laughs> well,
6: we had a slightly different experience, and we actually oh, had tears in a different Uh-oh. way. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, we, well, the calamari, I think, for us, just it wasn't quite the right mix, and it was a little bit uh. tough. And I think we might have had a little bit different experience because we didn't have that really warm, well gre- greeting oh. when we got there. But um, but we did try some of the appetizers, and the thing we really loved was the pizza. Mm-hmm. So for us, yep. it was. That very cracker-like um, crust with the um, we had the prosciutto because I love prosciutto right. and the mozzarella and that for us was really mm-hmm. by by far the best dish that we had on the right. menu. So
2: what about bread? Anybody oh, get the bread? that was he makes his own bread, house-made bread. <laughs> that was oh. best, oh. yeah, And good. house-made pastas, exactly. And oh, and it has a, it has so much of a European flavor in there.
3: But it, I mean, you go in the bar, everybody speaking Italian. It runs so when I was a kid going to North Beach. You know, you go there, and all the old Italians were there, and that still carries on. And I just I just love the place. I really. Now, really was did. it
6: really the service that you weren't? I think um, it was just a combination of things because I felt like you know we asked we asked the the waiter like what should, what were your signature dishes and he kind of listed most of the menu. So we were kind of struggling to kind of figure out. But we did mm-hmm. have a family-style meal, and I think just for, for us that night, maybe, again, it was an off night, mm-hmm. um, the food just that didn't have a lot, a lot of the flavors that I kind of expected from something really traditional. Mm-hmm. So we had the bucatini, mm-hmm. um, we had the carbonara, and then we also had the lasagna, Um, And then we had, because we did family style, we did the, I think that night it was a veal shank and the sole, and Mm so, again, I think it's just the balance of flavors, and maybe it was an off night.
2: Well, and with respect to the service, I mean, it's basically a two-room restaurant, and I noticed that our waiter and his associated bus person was basically serving the entire room, and I was impressed with the fact that, we were, f- I felt like we were getting personalized service, even though he was dealing with a whole room of people. It was, I thought it was remarkable.
1: And you know, let's talk tiramisu.
2: Tiramisu was a hit at the
3: table. Everybody loves his tiramisu. There's a, it, it's pretty darn good. And I don't like tiramisu very much, but this one kind of floats and it's light and gets off the plate and gets right to you. So everybody loves the tiramisu.
2: Remarkable. Thing. And you know, I made, we made reservations on open table as we do with all, most all the restaurants. And I made a notation on the, on the uh, uh, reservation that we were celebrating a friend's birthday. It was never mentioned at the restaurant, and all of a sudden we were done with our entrees and appeared a tiramisu with a candle, beautifully done.
1: Now, tell, if somebody was going, what should they absolutely not miss? Well,
2: clearly, the
3: zucchini tartufate shouldn't miss the lasagna. It is like like my grandmother's lasagna. It, it, it floats, too. It's not baked. It's just layered with the fresh pasta. The zuppa di pesce, you know, is what every bowl of chipino in San Francisco wants to be. <laughs> I mean, it was <laughs> one of the people with us that never, you know, had that You have to try chipino. that next time. <laughs> <laughs> that and <in>
1: the zucchini. <laughs> it sounds like that zucchini. It is.
3: By the time all the <laughs> seafood's gone, it's everybody's sopping it up with right. the bread over and, right. over and over and over.
1: Right. Now, this is your restaurant. Uh, wrap it up for us, David.
3: Sure. I think that if you want to take a step back and leave San Francisco and go to a place that's got a, a sense of some other place, this is a spot to go. The food is fresh. They make all their pastas. It's noisy. It's a train wreck, but it always works out for the
1: best. <laughs> right. Ruthann?
6: Um, I think for one dish, I probably wouldn't return, but if you are there, I would definitely try the pizza.
1: Okay.
2: And Scott? Wow. Well, it's great to know another great unknown spot, well, unknown to me, anyway, in North Beach. Go for the calamari, grilled calamari. It's out of this world.
1: All right, if you would like to try Ristorante Ideale, it's on Grant at Vallejo in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-391-4129. It's open for dinner every day. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $30. I wanna thank my fabulous guests on this week's show. We featured Scott Phillips, who introduced us to the peasant and the pear in Danville, and Ruth Ann Gonzalez, who used a knife and a fork <laughs> at Spork in San Francisco. And finally, David Nalloway and Ristorante Ideali, a taste of Rome in the city of San Francisco. <laughs> Don't forget that you can visit our website at kqed.org slash check please to add your thoughts and comments on today's show. You'll find more details on all the restaurants featured, and you can watch or download this or any of the more than 80 shows we've recorded so far. You can also read my notes on the wines we're drinking today, and if you really want to stay in touch, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. So don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check, Please! Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sbrocco, and I'll see you then. Cheers, everyone.
5: Cheers. Cheers. That was fun. (laughs)
4: This show is available in high-definition, Comcast On Demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash checkplease. Check, Please! Bay Area is brought to you by the members of KQED and by... Amici's East Coast Pizzeria's 12 locations specialize in the delivery of authentic thin crust pizzas, pastas, and salads to Bay Area companies of all sizes. Professional staff deliver one order at a time direct from their kitchens to your business. Whether it's for an important meeting, a thank you for employees, or a quick meal option, Amici's can provide freshly made food for groups from 2 to 2,000. Menu and locations can be found at amici's.com. Amici's, proud to support KQED. IRG, with thousands of natural stone
0: surfaces all in stock today. IRG Brisbane, Dublin, or online at marblecompany.com. Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's Vehicle Donation Program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. Oakland International Airport. Check us out on Facebook to see what's new at OAK. Fly Oakland International. It's your airport. KQED Production.